But the other thing that this, this methodology did at that time was to give us a sort of toolkit for looking at what was going on um, in housing, public housing, of course, mainly, uh, in the UK at this time. And actually I wrote, and this is Thamesmead, and I, I, when the AJ was much more of a kind of research magazine than I'm afraid it is today, it's a very good magazine, but they would commission um, articles. Uh, I, I wrote two articles which came to nearly 8,000 words for the AJ in the early 1970s, about, or the middle of the 1970s, about Thamesmead, and did a complete analysis of its density and its typologies. And um, this was a sort of romance of, uh, I think the, it was then, by then the GLC, um, of what Thamesmead might look like. Um, and this is rather unfair. Um, that is certainly what part of it looked like. Um, and um, deliberately unfair, if you like. Um, but the fact is that there was an enormous amount of very expensive kind of infrastructure and a combination of 13 or 14 story towers, eight story uh, uh, blocks, uh, deck access blocks, and then um, the kind of narrow fronted housing that we would had um, undertaken in London Borough Merton. And I did series of articles on high, relatively high density schemes, not very high density actually, um, in London and rather cheekily kind of redesigned them at a diagrammatic level to show that they needn't have been higher than two, three storeys. That's Thamesmead phase two which has about 40 acres of housing against um, uh, uh, about nine acres of uh, uh, of space for schools and, and that proportion is very similar to the Pollard's Hill uh, example that we built. So this, this isn't a design, it's just simply a way of saying actually using our kind of analysis uh, we can say to you that one way of doing this uh, could have been to do three-story houses um, with gardens and on-plot car parking at over 100%. Um, and. Um, rather than building it much more expensively at um, uh, eight, well, three storeys, eight storeys, 14 storeys, and making a much better, we thought, or I thought, family environment. So this was sort of analytical method um, for appraising what was going on. I have to say that um, at the same time as we were working on these kinds of uh, ideas, um, the London Borough Camden was doing something very different and very, very interesting, as those of you who have been to the NLA building centre and seen the Camden schemes and sixes and Neve, Neve Brown's extraordinary schemes like Fleet Road and Alexander Road. That was a great achievement, actually. Um, and one of the things I want to sort of get at while I'm talking about housing is the idea of an inventory of residential typologies um, which are uh, matched against density. I mean, the, the mayor a year or so ago talked about a London vernacular, and I, I think that was thought of in terms of is it brick, is it rendered, whatever. Much more interesting approach to the idea of a London vernacular is a typological vernacular to try and get at uh, the best typologies for the range of de densities with which we're faced. And of course, the outer London suburbs, which I'm very interested in, are faced with densities many times the densities they were built at. So there's some big dilemmas if not crises there.